0: Oh, what a great spring day here by Lake Memphremagog. The air is warming up, and the sun is shining. Uh, Ray, what are you doing?
1: Hold on, hold on. Just, just one more.
0: Another Ray at the Lake selfie?
1: Well, we're so close to the Canadian border, I, w- I wanted to capture both
0: countries. Yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, do you ever worry, though, that maybe we're too obsessed with pictures of ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. in today's culture? I mean, selfies, staff at restaurants that need to slow down the service so they can take a picture of you with your meal?
1: I mean, are we too vain? Probably, but... What can you do when we all have such great cameras with filters on us at all times? Yeah, that's a good point. Now, I'm guessing we didn't
0: come to Newport, Vermont, just to take selfies. No, we came to Newport to take a picture of a pipe-smoking fishing woman, don't give a hoot eccentric, who was the most photographed person in Newport in the early 1900s. We're searching for little Maggie. Hello, I'm Jeff Belanger. And I'm Ray
1: Osier. Welcome to the New England Legends podcast. Think of us as your townie buddies, taking you on
0: a tour of all things weird. That we are. We're on the hunt for ghosts and monsters, eccentrics, roadside oddities, and all the strange history that makes New England like no other place. And we're glad you're with us. Please click the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts, and check out our super secret New England Legends Facebook group. That's not a well-kept secret. (laughs) No, it's not. Not at this point. And tell a few friends about us. It's how you can help us grow, and the more people that know about us, they can share their story leads. Now, before we go searching for a little Maggie in Newport, we want to take just a minute
1: to tell you about our sponsor, Nuwadi Herbals. So, Ray, the weather is getting warmer. Sure is.
0: The other day, it was downright hot. Yeah. Summer's coming. Now, when the weather warms up, I crave a different kind of treat. Our friends at Nuwadi Herbals have us covered. If you haven't already, you've got to try their root berry flavored tea. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it actually tastes like
1: root beer. Yeah. It's got all natural flavors like sarsaparilla, vanilla, spearmint, licorice, root beer extract, and more. Here in New England, you know how the mornings can be, like 40 degrees, afternoons 80 degrees. Yeah,
0: of course. I mean, if you don't like the weather, just wait
1: a minute, it'll change. On chillier mornings, root berry tea is a warm treat, and in the afternoons, I may drink it cold over ice, and maybe a touch of sugar or honey. Nuadi Herbals has a bunch of flavored herbal teas to mix and match for any weather or mood.
0: Let Nuwadi Herbals help support your healthy lifestyle. Check out the Nuwadi Herbals website to see all the great products, and you will get 20% off your order when you use the promo code LEGENDS20 at checkout. Visit nuwadiherbals.com. That's N-U-W-A-T-I, Herbals, with an S.com.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my Darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. Betterhelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide.
0: So little Maggie was the most photographed woman in Newport. She was an eccentric vagabond who wore men's clothes. She loved to fish, loved to smoke, and loved to get her picture taken. She was a roamer, an adventurer. And always moving all of her 91 years. Now we've covered plenty of stories about transient vagabonds before. Yeah, we have a leather man, cling clang, the darn man, the barefoot farmer, just to name a few. Now, I don't think we've ever covered the story of a woman vagabond, though. I don't think we have. I mean it's just not as common, which makes little Maggie all the more interesting. So let's head back to 1855 and meet her.
1: It's early May of 1855 in the small town of Bolton, Quebec. We're less than a mile from the shores of Lake Memphremagog in southern Canada, and we're standing outside the home of Fred and Mary Little, where they have their hands full. They're planning to move about 30 miles southwest to the town of East Berkshire, Vermont, and their 12-year-old daughter Maggie can't seem
0: to focus on helping to pack up the family wagon. Young Maggie Little is always heading out by the lake for adventures. She spends hours alone in the woods, checking out really everything there is to check out. She's often home late for dinner. Still, the little family eventually get their wagon and belongings down to their new home in East Berkshire, Vermont. But young Maggie can't seem to find it in her to settle in this
1: new area. She was born with wanderlust, and she finds herself walking further and further from her new home, coming home less and less until, one day, she just keeps walking.
0: The world is a dangerous place for anybody, but especially a young girl. But Maggie's resourceful. Most importantly, she's kind. A stranger's just a friend she hasn't met yet.
1: Maggie Little is a small kid, too. At barely five feet, she's shorter than most. Though her name is Maggie Little, those who meet her often refer to her as Little Maggie. And though she's always wandering from place to place, she's not looking for any handouts. She can chop through a cord of firewood faster than most men. In exchange, she may get a few dollars, some meals, or a place to stay. But not for too long, because pretty soon she's moving on again, looking for the next adventure.
0: Maggie's favorite way to feed herself is by fishing. She'll grab a can of worms and spend hours fishing the shores of Lake Memphremagog. She cleans the fish herself, then tries to sell them door to door.
1: As decades pass, Maggie has become a fixture in northern Vermont towns. She sticks out, too. She always wears a conservative dress over her legs, but she'll wear a men's coat and hat up top. And around her head, you'll often find a
0: cloud of smoke. (laughs) Little Maggie smokes a pipe. A lot. She's never without it. When she's offering to take odd jobs for people, she'll work for money, a place to sleep, food, or tobacco for her pipe. By the turn of the century, everyone
1: knows Maggie. The eccentric fisherwoman isn't afraid to be out there on the water in the rain. Her favorite fishing spot is the Canadian Pacific Railway Bridge all while smoking away
0: at her pipe and thinking about her next adventure. And when the Jones hits for more tobacco, she has no problem walking up to other pipe smokers and pretending she's fresh out. So she can ask to bum some tobacco.
1: It's the smoker's code. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You have to lend to
0: other smokers because one day it will be you who is out. Totally true. Still, Maggie is getting on in years. By this time, her mother's moved to Newport, Vermont. So Maggie finds herself in town plenty visiting. Now, considering she does stick out with her funny hats, men's jackets, and the pipe, people start asking if they can photograph her. She agrees. She's friendly enough. She likes the attention. Soon, more people are asking to take her photograph.
1: Portable cameras have been around for almost 20 years now, and they keep getting better, smaller, and cheaper. And being so close to this beautiful lake, lots of people have cameras who visit here. With so many people asking for her photo, Maggie gets an idea. She could charge for the photo. (laughs) Would people pay for that? Well, she's not asking for much. Fill her pipe for her. Maybe a few coins. Buy her lunch. Just something. And sure enough, people are willing to pay it. She sticks out and people want to remember
0: her. Maggie even graces the cover of a local postcard. She's a local celebrity in every way. And all the while, people continue to take her picture while she sports her various hats or while she's fishing. With her short hair and men's coats and shirts
1: looking unconventional in every way, you'd think Maggie would be more open-minded. But in her later years, when women started wearing pants, she'd scoff at the younger girls who took to
0: this new fashion trend. It's 1930. Maggie's now living in the city poor farm. But even in her late 80s, she still makes her way into Newport to sit and chat with anyone who passes by. And people still ask to take her picture.
1: Even Newport's mayor once asked to get his photo taken with little Maggie. She'd never smiled so wide for a picture. And she tells the story to anyone who cares to hear it.
0: And she tells it to a few who don't care to hear it again. The thing about little Maggie is that she never lost her faith that she would get what she needed. Maybe not everything she wanted, but she got what she needed. She found shelter, food, clothing. God provided the fish on the good days and passersby provided the tobacco on better days. It's February of 1934, when Maggie Little passes away. She was 91 years old. And that brings us back to today.
1: Quoting the last paragraph of her obituary from the February 12, 1934, St. Johnsbury Republican newspaper, quote, Little Maggie has gone on one more adventure, her last one, and one wonders if she'll be content to stay put when she's been led through the pearly gates or if after a while she
0: will still hanker to wander somewhere else. Every time we cover stories of these vagabonds, I wish we lived in a time where they were still around. I mean, when I was a kid, there was a woman who often lurked around Sandy Hook Town Center looking for handouts or just hanging around. Everyone knew her by name. I mean, sure, she was off, but... She was memorable. That's what eccentrics do. They
1: stick out. We had someone like that where I grew up in East Brookfield, Mass. But we just don't see them like we used to.
0: So what I love about little Maggie's story is that it's a reminder that maybe we don't need as much as we think. Like if we could lower the bar a little, or a lot, maybe we'd be a lot happier. And if that makes us eccentric and we stand out, so be it. All right, Jeff, move over
1: here. One more selfie by the lake in Newport before we go. Okay.
0: And that brings us to After the Legend, where we take a longer look at this week's story and sometimes get distracted.
1: After the Legend is brought to you by our Patreon patrons. This group of amazing people stick out to us in all the best possible ways. It's only three bucks per month. That's like buying me and Jeff a soda at a fast food restaurant. That we have to split. Right. (laughs) But for that, you get ad-free early access to all of our new episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. Just head over to patreon.com slash newenglandlegends to sign up.
0: And if you'd like to see some pictures of Maggie Little, just click on the link in the episode description or head to our website and click on episode 298. Uh, Not our first trip to Newport, Vermont. Way back in episode 126, we covered the fur-bearing trout of Lake Memphremagog. That's right. And there's also a monster, but I don't think we've covered that story yet. Another day.
1: Another 150 episodes
0: or so. Come back again. Um, I've been thinking about this as we are in our midlife, and (laughs) you and I have talked about like, oh, uh, at some point we should prepare for the future. (laughs) Right. Unless we want to just keep working until the day we die, which we might have to do anyway. Um, In our line
1: of work, it's not so bad.
0: No, we're not digging ditches. I get it. Right. Um, But uh, I was thinking about this. When I was younger... I was given some investment advice back when I had a real job and money that could be invested <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to investing in, say, food. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, do you know what the definition of wealthy is? Mm, no. Okay. I mean, you, uh, yeah, you, I you're thinking of it. So uh, the definition that was posed to me long ago is wealthy means that your passive income meets your expenses, okay. meets your needs. And passive income, could, like if you save a 401k and it's earning dividends and, and uh, capital gains and so on, If you just pull those out each year and you don't touch the principal and it pays all your bills, you're wealthy. Okay. Uh, uh, If you have royalties or or, uh, rental property income or whatever, if that's paying your bills, you are wealthy. Now, if your bills are $10,000 a year, right? Mm. Then it doesn't take as much to be wealthy. Right. Right. As if your bills are, if you like going out to eat five nights a week and buying fancy new cars and new clothes, well, you're going to need a lot more Mm. to consider yourself wealthy. Um, and I, I love the idea that, so instead of reaching for more and more and more and more, what if we just brought down the bar? Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right? Like So if you're like, oh, I mean, there's, there's an expression. I remember when I was buying uh, the only house I've lived in that, that I purchased, right? Yeah. Um, you know, my dad was like, don't be house poor. Right. Oh, oh,
1: we say that all the time. Yeah,
0: don't buy a house. like So the bank will lend you more money than you
1: should probably accept. <laughs> oh, we ran into that situation, uh, what, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah.
0: Oh, and they right. They just
1: giving houses away?
0: Yeah. They're just like, here, well, yeah, go buy a mansion, right? Yeah. And you're like, wow, I can. Aff- the bank will loan me enough money for a mansion. And then you work for your house. Yeah. And that's it. And so you have no money. If something breaks in your house, you're in trouble. You know. So, so don't be house poor. Don't buy more than you need. Don't right. buy more car than you need. And so- um, I was thinking about this, how, um, you know, when you're younger or whatever, and your friends are getting good jobs and buying flashy cars and you, you know, you're buying a Toyota or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, I've never guy, had anything too fancy myself. A guy I work with, and I'm not going to name any names, and <laughs> please don't you do it either. <laughs> showed me okay. his new car and yeah. I'm like, it looked fancy and expensive. I'm like, what is that? And he said, a Lamborghini. Oh my. And I went, oh, and the very next thing out of my mouth was. What's an oil change cost? <laughs> he said, I wonder, right? So it's well, twenty five bucks for us. Okay. He said five hundred dollars. Oh, come $500 on. Five hundred dollars. For a for a Lamborghini oil change. I went, five hundred bucks. I'm like my oil changes are like thirty nine ninety five, unless I have a coupon. <laughs> then I can get that down right. a little bit. Do
1: you get Lamborghini coupons in the mail? Do you yeah. think that Does that comes Does Jiffy too? Lube do those?
0: <laughs> so anyway, I wow. um, so I was like, Oh, so every time you get we both get oil changes, I'm like four hundred and sixty dollars ahead. Now this person makes a lot more money than <laughs> sure. me, so whatever. And 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 everything's relative. I understand, you know, so uh but at the same time I was like, Huh, all right, well, I don't have to work for my car or my house. I can Right save and do things and have life experiences that's how we live and we've talked about that often molly
1: and myself yeah we never want to be house poor right and we want our money to go towards experiences so we're never going to have fancy cars the jeep is the fanciest thing we've ever bought before right but that's more recreation now now we get to cruise on the beach and yeah and uh, that lends itself to experiences um the house is modest yeah. And um, it's funny though, because I have friends too that will get like a raise, like oh I got a new promotion at work, so we just went out and bought a new uh, fancy car. I'm like, so that money's already spent. It's, it's gone.
0: It's gone with interest. Yeah, right? Right, right. You spent more than you made, right? Or yeah.
1: Molly will say, oh my friend is so rich and I'm, yeah, but they have three boats, they've got four houses, yeah. they have the same bills we have, just at a different level.
0: Right. That's yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. No, you're totally right. And I would rather be secure. And plus, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't have a full-time job per se. I've got all contract work yeah. and you never know when those things end and you got to, you could go months without pay. And, And so, uh, I'm always inclined to sort of save and be conservative with my spending and so on because like, I just don't know. Right. And I would rather know that like, okay, if I go a few months without income, we don't get kicked out of the house. Yeah. You know, and, and so on. And so, um, yeah, I've also, no.
1: I've also known too many people who have lost their jobs. They were rich and mm-hmm. they were making a, a nice buck and they had all these fancy things. Then they lose their job. Then they start losing everything they had.
0: It's a long way down. Because they spent
1: a lot of money on it.
0: Not for us. No, no. <laughs> we lose everything. It's, it's not, we're close to the ground. We'll, that's just, right. we'll just sprain an ankle.
1: And that's <laughs> why I gravitated towards poorly, uh, uh, fun, uh, you know, salaried jobs.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> or,
1: yeah. or getting paid by the hour. That was so much better for me.
0: Getting laid off is almost like nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, well, shoot, so my pay just went from this to nothing. If
1: you're not making much to begin with. It's not that
0: far of a fall. Yeah,
1: that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked smart because then I can go out and get a job at Walmart and make even more money. Like, ooh, I got so, a yeah. raise. Yeah. I got a real job now. Yeah,
0: well done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I get it. Uh but so but but then I mean, I know how we live. I you know, but at the same time, we could even bring it down another notch, mm. you know? And with sure. with kids that are going to need to go to college, it's you know, yeah. like you're they're Right, you're just a year or two behind me.
1: It's funny you say that because Molly and I have just started talking about a tiny house, like a small house. Like yeah. you know, we saw, uh, we were watching a show with a houseboat. Yeah, I'm like, that is a cute little houseboat. Yep. We should live in a houseboat someday. How much do we really need?
0: I I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, the tiny house thing. Um, I need
1: a little more space than that. that maybe maybe a big yard. Yeah. Big shed in the back. A man shed. <laughs> the man shed or the she shed. And the house is smaller than the Imagine. shed. <laughs> you could have
0: a, a man shed and a she shed right yeah. next to each other. No, shed. but I,
1: I, we, could go, we could do smaller, especially yeah. when the kids go away in just a few years. So.
0: And would you be happier?
1: Um, I th- Because we'd have more experiences, I would be happier. Right. I think I would. I love the house. Yeah. I don't want a big house because I don't want to clean it. So that's another reason why we don't have a huge house. There's that. Um, but I, I would like something smaller. And then the extra money goes towards life experiences because we only have a good... 30 left.
0: Uh, so we've got friends that make more money than us. Those are most of our friends. <laughs> <That's> so <true. laughs> but so, like, I remember, you know, visiting and they had a huge sprawling yard, beautiful, beautiful property, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, do you have a lawn service? He goes, no, no, I, I have a riding lawnmower. I, I cut it myself. And I'm like, okay. How long does that take? It takes all weekend. And he's just like, <laughs> it's like four hours. Oh, I'm no, like, no, 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 four hours. <laughs> I can cut my lawn in like 40 minutes with I a push mower. I could binge like
1: Ted Lasso in four yeah, hours. Yeah, four <laughs> hours
0: to just cut your lawn. Yeah. Like, Doesn't I mean, it's, it's one me. thing if you can afford, if you have the money to afford like a service where like, oh, I don't cut it, someone but else does. Then Fine. again,
1: there's money that you're spending. You don't need to spend.
0: If you had a smaller yard, smaller property, and you just knocked it out while you were like listening to, say, the New England Legends podcast, right? <laughs> yep. Suddenly you're like, oh, that was enjoyable. I listened to a podcast, cut the lawn, it's done. Yeah. You know, had a little walk. Um, no, I get it. Like if we can lower what we, how, how we live, I think we could find more happiness. Yeah. Um, this is the the expression, right? Money can't buy happiness. That is true. But, uh, Uh, poverty is misery. Right. I can make an
1: argument for happiness and money.
0: You absolutely need a certain amount of money to be happy. No question. Because ask someone without it. Right. Like can't pay bills and is stressed out beyond belief. Like they're not happy.
1: We have to pay for everything in this country.
0: Everything. Everything. Yeah. And then some. Yep taxes and tips and, and medical uh, insurance, all that. Yeah. So if you don't have enough to cover those basics, you are not happy. Um, so we do need some of it. So on the one hand, like I love the idea of Maggie, the vagabond, but at the same time, you know, there's a piece of me that's like, girl, you got to get a job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> contribute to society. Yeah. Too, you please.
0: gotta yeah, you gotta contribute. We need you to, you, you know, it's one thing to cut firewood. Great. You know, and all that, but, um, you know, you, you should be able to provide for yourself. But, Selfie model? No. So, I mean, she was she was an Instagram famous before yeah. <laughs> there was ever Instagram or anything like it. She yeah. was she was insta insta famous in uh, Newport, Vermont, and and I love that. I love that we we think of um you know too many photographs of a person as such a modern problem because mm-hmm. we all have cameras, but um you know there were people back then too that were just as vain, just as wonderful, just stuck out just as much, and we have plenty of pictures of them. If you've got a local
1: story we must simply hear, please reach out to us anytime through our website. Most of our story leads come from you. We're a community of legend seekers, and we're glad to be riding along with you. Please also consider posting a review for us. You are how we grow, and together we continue to find new
0: stories that we can share. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Nuwadi Herbals. Thank you to our Patreon patrons, and our theme music is by John Judd. Until next time, remember, the bizarre is closer than you think.